are with us. This morning, the flow is going to be a little bit different than usual. Uh, This time, you know, we have this two-year Catalyst ministry plan that encompasses everything we do in mission and ministry together. And before we move into the first year of that, we have a large emphasis to get us going on that. We're not in that space. We're at the midpoint of that. And so we just take a a Sunday to remind one another of uh, where we've been and where we're going and to give those of us who have come along since a year ago an opportunity to engage in that as well. You're going to hear a few snapshots via testimony, uh, video, and spoken word uh, here about things that are going on and ways that's impacting folks in our community and beyond it. Uh, There is also a Catalyst Ministry Guide Uh, that you can get on the way out if you didn't already get one of those before at the Thanksgiving dinner or in other spaces uh, as well. And this is a really a narrative of our ministry plan. Uh, So uh, many churches, what you'll find in those things is just maybe an Excel spreadsheet of the budget. And we have that too for those of you uh, who are incredibly interested in that. That is there. But then what we have through some of these kinds of videos And uh, that ministry plan is an opportunity for you to see pictures and hear testimony or read testimony uh, about the ministries and the mission that is going on in and through the life of the church. So that's going on there, and then you'll hear some highlights woven throughout this service as we worship together. What I want to do now is read to you a passage of Scripture from John chapter 10. It's the Good Shepherd uh, passage. And I'm going to make a couple of reflections, a couple of observations about that to help us as we begin in worship this morning. Jesus says in John chapter 10, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them. But they did not understand what he was saying. How many times does Jesus speak to us and we do not understand what he is saying? So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God couple of things we can notice here as we look at this passage of Scripture in John chapter 10 very quickly. One is that Jesus gives his mission statement. 
Jesus tells us right here in John chapter 10 why he came and lived and died and taught and did everything and does everything that he is about in this world, and that is so that we might have abundant life. Our desire here at Second Baptist is for every single one of you and every person in your life to have a vibrant and growing relationship with Jesus Because per this passage, we believe that through that vibrant and growing relationship with Jesus, we begin to access more deeply the abundant life of God in this life and beyond this life. And so we know that what Jesus wants us to experience is that vibrant and growing relationship and that abundant life with God and one another in this space and beyond it. And secondly we see here Jesus talking about how his sheep will know his voice. That those who follow Jesus will have a growing instinctual sense of the voice of the shepherd in their lives leading them. Now, we know that even in our relationships, say, with our parents... Uh, we don't always hear the voices that we know. In my own house, I am confident that my children know my voice. I'm confident that when I am speaking to them, if they are listening, that they can hear that voice and they know who it is that is speaking to them. I'm also confident that sometimes, no matter how my voice, what volume it's at, or how many times I call out their specific names, or how close I am to them in proximity, sometimes when they're on screens, I'm right in front of them, and they still don't seem to hear or know my voice. Because they are plugged into something else, because they are distracted by something else. I think all of us at times will have a sense of the voice of God speaking to us, and in many other times we're so plugged into other things that it may be difficult for us to pick up on what God is saying and doing in our lives. And so that's why before we even did the Imagine Retreat last April that's a part of our current ministry plan that's about discernment, we spent at least a year having two retreats and a long sermon series, and small group studies, and other opportunities like this to help us as individuals and as a community grow in our ability to hear, to tune into the voice of God, the living God who is living and active in each and every single one of our lives. Then we come together at this retreat and we have a trained facilitator to help us as a community as a, and as an individuals uh, name those things we seem to be hearing God saying and doing in our midst and where we believe God is leading us. You notice in this passage that Jesus taps into the metaphor of a shepherd in his day and age and a good shepherd is someone who is not driving the sheep from the back but is leading them from the front calling them to follow where he is going. So we want to have a sense of where Jesus is calling, when Jesus is calling, and how Jesus is calling us to move forward as individuals and as a community of faith. We want to be able to hear and sense and discern the voice of the living God. So what I want to ask you to do as we move through this service, as you hear testimony, as you hear reading, as you hear prayers, as you hear the rumbling of God even in moments of silence, that you would listen. You would listen for the voice behind the voices. 
you would listen for the music of God's Spirit underneath the music that we are singing. That you would do your very best as you are capable in these moments to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd speaking to you throughout every moment of our time in worship together this morning. We worship the living God and listen for the living God. 